0: And welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of uh, escape room enthusiasts with way too many board games. I don't know. I'm really reaching here. And today I'm joined by. Oh, and I'm Tom, and I'm joined by Justin. And that's it today. We uh, had some had some things, some scheduling conflicts and whatnot. And uh, but 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 Justin and I managed to get together for real for the first time in like forever.
1: Yeah, got together in the real.
0: Yeah, in the real. And it was honestly kind of terrifying for a little while, but we got used to it. Got back into the old rhythm. You know, our friends uh, were sitting around a table and we were all bantering. And someone piped up at one point and said, I forgot how weird you guys were. And I was like, ah... Ah, uh, we still got it, Justin. We still got it. That's right. Uh, among some of the games that we played yesterday was a, a substantial amount of the crew, um, as well as the game that we are going to be talking about today, which is uh, an entry in the exit series exit the game uh the deserted lighthouse which is the most recent one that uh, we picked up i don't know i think it's the most recent one released but uh we, we grabbed this at a real game store which is also another treat that we haven't been able to enjoy for a while wow uh the exit the game series of games is from cosmos and they are a uh, they're there they're a set of uh set of games that are trying to simulate an escape room experience uh by having you uh presented with a series of puzzles and you just try to get through all the puzzles as a team and they all have sort of a sort of a story to them right they're all like you're either in like a haunted room or a haunted house or trying to break into a lab or some shit um it's all it's all very thematic none of it's like super important but you know they they do try to uh to tie it all together um we're going to be talking specifically about this one but uh we can't give too much away and so we're probably going to bleed into quite a bit of um quite a bit of the rest of the series uh we've been playing this for what did you say this is this this series has been released since 2016 i think you said
1: that is correct tom
0: do, do you know how many they have? We, I have most of them, but I, I like you on
1: know. a brief glance. Uh, Board Game Geek has twenty nine entries, but some of them are. Uh, the German, um,
0: the German editions.
1: Yeah. Uh, those ones are all in 2021. So that might just be, they haven't been released in North America yet. So I would say, yeah, around 29 so far.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I suck at these generally, so I don't, can, I'm, cannot imagine how bad I would be if they were all in German. Um, so, uh, the exit games, uh, I mean, I'm going to give, uh, I guess I'll start by doing, uh, doing this one here. I do have the box. This is a game you cannot play online, as far as I'm aware. That would be incredibly hard for reasons that we'll go over. Um, I'm just going to read the back of the box for this bad boy here. It's actually got quite a lot of info on it, but uh, you kind of read the back and you get a gist for what the story is here. You trudge along the dark, rocky coast, seeking shelter from the raging storm. Drenched to the bone, you look up to see a brilliant beam of light pierce the curtains of rain. A lighthouse! But suddenly and inexplicably, the light goes out. You glance out into the water and spot a ship. It is heading straight for the cliffs. You realize it is up to you to race to the top of the lighthouse and turn it on again before the ship crashes on the cliffs. But many puzzling obstacles stand in your way. The escape room game you can play at home. An unforgettable gaming experience. Piece together four jigsaw puzzles to discover new spaces and clues. Solve all the puzzles and riddles as fast as you can. And can you relight the lighthouse beacon in time? And uh, the exit the game series of games is like I said, it is a s- escape room uh, style thing. Um, there are a few of these around. I think I get you got your exits and yeah. Uh, what the hell's the other one, Justin? There's unlocked. Unlocked. Uh, is that the one with the app? A, uh, that's the one with the cards. There, yeah. There's an app in that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then there's the one with the the box.
0: Yeah, and that's the, and the weird keys. one. I, I think it's just called Escape the Room or some shit. I don't remember. It's, it's pretty weird. It's on the nose. This uh, version of uh, Escape Room games is interesting and unique in that uh, it says very clearly on the back of the box, and this is the same for every game that you're going to find, and they're all different, but uh, they have this one thing in common is that... They can only be played once because, uh, interestingly, uh, each of these boxes is a self-contained experience, which asks you to destroy the thing that you love, a.k.a. all of the components on the inside, if you need to to solve the puzzle. Um, One may argue uh, that this is a cynical attempt at making more money because you have to keep buying uh, the game. You can't, like, share it on. But it does have, uh, generally, some pretty interesting puzzles along with them. Um, so uh, unlike some of the other ones, like Unlock is played entirely using cards and an app. It is, uh, 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 And because of that, Unlock is uh, reusable. You can pass it off to somebody else uh, once you're done. And, uh, and it all stays, like, pretty self-contained. Not so with any exit exit is like uh you know it kicks the door down and then asks you to cut all of the pages up in its book and fold them into little uh, i don't know plastic spaceships or something because you know it just doesn't give a shit so um there's there's a lot going on in one of these and because of the nature of uh, of the way it's designed where you never really know what you're supposed to be doing in in, in each one of these and you know that it asks you to sometimes like annihilate the components and they can go a little bit further with some of this stuff and make up some pretty interesting puzzles. Um, this one is uh, is is a uh, continuation on the theme of trying new shit. In that there is also a puzzle component, uh, which uh, is not something that is in the other ones that we've played. Normally what you get is you get like a little book that has all of the riddles and puzzles in it, and like a decoder ring, and then just like a bunch of components and stuff that generally they ask you, you know, don't touch these until you get told to touch them. Um, But this one comes with a bunch of puzzles, which means that you are uh, not really building, uh, or you're not really given the riddles. You have to first construct the riddles, and the form of a i mean it's not big but it's not exactly an easy puzzle to solve when you're kind of under the gun because of a lot of uh you know this is a story about being on a lighthouse uh, or uh, yeah being next to a lighthouse in the middle of the night so it's pretty dark um and so this this game was interesting in that you had to sort of like you you got fed the puzzle pieces as you went um and so like we had far too many people playing this, but I imagine if you had the recommended <laughs> one to four, you could easily like all chip in. I sorta of sat back and uh you know watched the kids play and had a beer while uh, everybody else was slamming away at the puzzle. There's just too many cooks in that kitchen. But uh you know, um it was really interesting, like just being able to watch everybody get together and build the puzzle, and then from there you you have to pick out like where the locks are on the uh on on the on the puzzle. And then try to like decode what you need to do to unlock that. Cause usually there's like some sort of clue hidden around saying like uh, you know there's pictures on a wall that point to doing a thing or trying to decipher some sort of thing and usually it involves some sort of abstract pictures or colors or words or something like that and uh, yeah you just go through uh, one thing at a time uh, solving the puzzles like they have a hint book in the back so you use that if you get stuck which we did a lot
1: never use the hint book
0: huh (laughs) never hints I wish I wish look I'm admitting it right here We use the hint book a lot on this one. Sometimes we're able to get through these pretty easily, but this was not one of them. So I'd say this is on the more difficult end of the ones that we've played, especially for the exits. Um, But they're all like, they all have their different levels of trickiness. And sometimes they ask you to do things that you kind of wouldn't think of, or the puzzles have solutions that you... Uh, might not think are obvious, um, and yeah. So you you assemble the puzzles, you try to solve the clues, find clues, use them to unlock the uh, unlo- unlock the locks using the decoder ring. You relief through some booklets, and they tell you more of the story as well as tell you what components to pull out. And then you carry on until you finish the story, and then you get a little bit of an ending. You record how long it took—three hours. Um, and you, uh, and, and, and you can sort of like, I don't know, take a picture and high five each other. Um, again, each one of these is different. Uh, this, uh, dessert lighthouse one is a bit, uh, on the hard side and it's a bit on the lunatic side because why would you build a lighthouse filled with traps? Uh, I mean, it kind of explains it later, but I mean, it is a game, so there is that. Um, these are uh in our experience or at least in my experience uh i found that these are really good games to sort of build a night around uh they are along the longer side of things like they usually take like an hour to three hours to finish depending on how uh how bad you are i guess at uh, escape rooms um but they're they're nice
1: turns out really bad
0: oh yeah we were i yeah. mean this this says two to three hours on we? we were on the okay, uh, yeah, outer end of three hours so it's not it's not too, too, too right bad. then a little bit weird to think that, like, you know, you're uh, up against the wall trying to light this house so that some guy won't smash into the cliffs, and you took you three hours to get up there, and he was still <laughs> still just totally fine. Still alive? Still just... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he probably would have been a uh, shark bait at some point, but I guess he was riding a really slow boat. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, you know, incongruity aside, I, uh, you know, I always have a good time with these. Some are harder than others. Some are like, some don't make sense. Some have puzzles that are like a little bit on the ludicrous side. Like I think there was, there's there's some which depend a little bit too much on physics for me in some of the, uh, in some of the ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah, some of them have these like where they'll have folding puzzles or something or, you know, or or, yeah, something where you have to like stand something up and look past it. But if the components aren't assembled perfectly, uh, sometimes it's a bit of a stretch to kind of pick out the clue. So yeah, some of those, some of those, woo.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's hard to talk about exactly your frustrations with these without like getting into what the puzzles are and sort of spoiling it. So, I mean, I don't know how much we're going to be able to sort of go over with this, but I mean, it's a... I like these. I really like these. They're great to just like pick up and then sort of assemble a uh, a board game night around just because you know that it's going to take, you know, if you're just sick of shit, you can always just look <laughs> through the hints and just like blast through it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, your mileage may vary depending on how many, uh, how much patience you have for uh, bullshit puzzles and people like standing around looking at a, uh, at a cipher.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I find, like, there's usually kind of a couple puzzles at the same time, so you can kind of spread the workload around. And sometimes you just need a fresh pair of eyes. Sometimes it's best just to, like... I don't understand what the hell the game's trying to tell me. You look at it. <laughs> so you hurl the decoder ring across the table.
0: This is your problem now. And so, yeah, you usually have to sort of assemble yourself a crack team of cross functional individuals to sort of tackle these. Cause I don't know about you, but I am very, very bad at drawing and also very terrible at folding. But our friend, our friend's great at folding. She was amazing. You need a folder, yeah. Just boom, just folded the shit out of that thing and it was great. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting little set of games. Um the one like obvious downside is that it's like you know 15 to 20 bucks or whatever to get one of these out and then you never get to touch it again and no one will ever get to touch it again um so i mean if you're strapped for cash it's i mean it's a it's a difficult thing to try to think of but i mean on the other hand uh playing devil's advocate here right it's like 15 20 bucks is like what it costs for a movie for one person so i mean it's not bad i mean if you your beer on it you're gonna throw it out anyway so I mean exactly. it's great to just sort of throw on the table and I mean don't get hammered because then you'll probably never never actually get any of the puzzles done but and we
1: never escaped
0: and then we died there but I think like if if I had to choose between the exit games and the unlock games like I definitely prefer or I mean I I, I used to really prefer the exit games over the unlock ones because the unlocks were kind of like some of them were a bit straightforward and usually just sort of like looking for numbers on the wall or something like that and then you get a card and then you follow that card and you stick two items together or whatever uh, the unlocks have actually gotten more and more sophisticated as as time has gone on and so they've actually mm-hmm. like kind of upped their game in a lot of ways um, but the interesting thing about the exit games is that it's like you know you never know what you're gonna get in one of these all in all like I think they're both pretty good but I, I definitely get more excited when I have a have a thing of exit the game hanging out because it's like oh man what what weird shit of it like one of them had a candle in it and i was like what the hell am i gonna do oh, what am i gonna right. do with this like I'd, set the I'd house on fire about that. yeah i mean the puzzle was kind of bullshit but like you had this candle and you're like oh what, what's gonna happen is what's is it gonna get really weird in here i mean it doesn't get that yeah, weird gotta it's gotta just set a the board mood. game it's like not you know bust out into ouija board or something like that and start having ghosts haunt the goddamn place but you know it was still a pretty fun pretty interesting little concept um, and yeah so I I mean I think they're well worth the money myself um, I think they're probably good to pick up every now and then and like structure a game night around and just uh, you know try to try to solve some puzzles and I really like that you know it's a co-op game and all that you know bullshit. so it's pretty much right up my alley um, it doesn't really bother me that it's sort of a one-off because it's a fun experience and it's it brings people together and it gets y'all working together and you usually have a really good time. Um yeah, I don't know. It's really it's really good. I mean, you you and I have played a ton of these. Y-
1: y- we have, yeah. And and succeeded at all of them in the end. Oh,
0: yep, all of them.
1: All every single y- yes.
0: At 100%.
1: Pretty sure, except for maybe one.
0: I think that was an did unlock. Did we- anyway, you were going to oh, say something.
1: yeah. Oh, uh, I was going to say that some people uh don't like cutting up their stuff. Um but it's okay, yeah. just just take the scissors and cut that card in half because the game told you to. Just rip that Band-Aid off.
0: Now, usually, like, if you do have people that are averse to this, like, it's never, I'd I'd say it's almost never, like, required to damage the components. Like, normally, if it's, like, the puzzles are usually, usually 2D enough, I guess, that you can sort of, like, simulate it if you had to. Like, it really depends on how much work you're willing to put in. Like, <laughs> you can true. always... You could yeah. always like make a copy of what you have available, and sort of. That, I mean, that that could be one yeah, way that you true. could pass it on, you could right? Just like
1: photocopy everything, and then use your <laughs> photocopied components to play the game, and then pass it on. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so I mean, there's just... there are ways there are ways to get around it, and uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that's a good way to go, just because like. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's fine. Like if you want to pass this off to somebody because they don't have, you know, the means to be able to afford it, I totally get it. Um, I think it's well worth it. You know, I, I've, I mean, I've played more, I've gotten my, my money out of exits more than like a lot of games. So I mean, it's hard now, for me to, I
1: got, I got some expensive board games, uh, that I could play hundreds of time on my shelf and have yet to enter the table space. So, uh, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, as long as the game hits the table and you got some fun out of it, I mean, really, how often are you going to pull down that copy of risk on your shelf that you paid 40 bucks for?
0: Who's paying $40 for risk?
1: I don't know. What what does risk cost these days? Who buys risk? I don't know why even that was my go-to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean- for and and since usually this is something that you're kind of organizing a game night for. This isn't a game that you just sort of hey uh you, you want to play an exit game. It's like you no, know, everyone's kind of got to know. You got to get a few people together. They got to know what they're kind of getting into. And it it makes a nice just thematic you know uh, board game night. Hang out with some friends. And I think that's the main draw of of these is uh, it gives you that you know little little uh, escape room experience which would probably also cost you like 10 to 20 dollars per person. Uh, so again, cheaper than an actual escape room.
0: And a lot less stressful, I've found. I mean, I've only been into like two, but
1: Yeah, same.
0: You know, you're usually like running around inside of a cage and there's creepy music and your friends are all yelling at you because you didn't open the lock right or whatever.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're doing that in this too, but
0: uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, that's true. It's
1: usually after the fact. It's like, "Wow, why didn't you want under- get this? It's
0: so easy."
1: go go down
0: oh this is oh this is totally obvious fuck off yeah
1: sometimes with these i feel like i'm playing an old school point-and-click adventure game like i need to use the rubber chicken with a pulley in it to somehow pick the lock and then and it's just like these there's these sometimes these logical leaps of faith that don't make sense in my mind with some of the puzzles like some of the times it's 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 very kind of okay you know um It looks like it's trying to hint at this. And it's like, okay, this makes sense. This is like a nautical chart. So we'll use that to solve these. And it's like, oh, and these can be directions. And other times it's, I can't even think of an example, but it's just like, what? How was I supposed to put that and that together? This doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, and uh, one of the, like, the way they do the hint system is actually kind of interesting in these games, um, because, like, uh, and, and I mean, each each of these versions of these different games, I think, comes with a different way of doing hints. Um, Exit typically has a system in which every, every lock that you're trying to open basically has, like, three cards to it, and so, like, the first card will be, like, the vague hint into the direction, and it will usually indicate to you, like, if you're... You're missing something, which, which yeah. can happen a lot. Cause like oh, yeah. you, you need like, I don't know the sword from the Knights, uh, armor or whatever the fuck, and you're not allowed to hold on to it yet. And you need it for something. It'll be like, you know, you open up that first hint and it says you, you need something before you can carry on. And then you can sort of put the hint back and not look at anything else until you sort of come back to it. And then like second level is usually more, more direct. Like you should probably take this thing and combine it with this other thing and then pay attention to the bottom part of this card because it's important. And then there's just the solution for when you can't get it. And in this version, like, I think it, for what it, it might have been the fact that it like there was a lot of interaction with the puzzle, that there was a lot of things that were just like totally escaped us. And so when you actually go back and you look at the hints and you look at the solution, you're like, oh, yeah. it all makes sense. So I think there's a lot of that going on. I didn't think the addition of the puzzle was really anything other than a, like fucked up way to um, get people to make the map. Um mm-hmm. but it actually like plays into it quite a bit. So pretty pretty interesting entry into the whole thing because it, it's, yeah. it, it's 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 cool that they've kind of gone away from just like here's a book and a bunch of cards like go for
1: it. Yeah because the classical ones like it would be like here's a book open it up and there's a picture of a room that you're in. In this, you're kind of building the room with the puzzle pieces and the books are more like hints and clues and logs and stuff. So it is interesting kind of seeing that kind of unfold a little differently, uh, sometimes literally unfold. And it adds a nice bit of, because I mean, I feel like the escape games have always played with physical clues. Like there's always a few that you have to either, you know, bend something or move something or tear something out so you can see through it. And then it'll unveil like a, a new, like the puzzle will kind of like become clear. And uh, this one did some pretty interesting things with the sort of the physicality aspect. Um, but there's one thing that escape games have taught me is that the second you hand me the box, I am, I'm just pouring over it. I'm like looking at every little corner and and opening it up, and I'm seeing if there's like stuff hidden underneath, like the <laughs> like there's a false bottom and stuff because uh and it's just, there's always something. There's always something hidden in there.
0: When it comes to these escape room games, I've always been like after the first couple times we we played these um, and not to give too much away, but it basically turned us all into like FBI agents when it comes to opening these things. You're like tapping on it and like looking for inconsistencies in the pictures and shit like that. Just because like there's been a couple times when they've pulled stuff, just, just on the box that you're like not thinking of and hopefully it doesn't like ruin it for anybody <laughs> but I like I mean I don't know if it would ruin it for you because I, I honestly think I so. think well I think the first time I remember the first time we had one of those those that those situations where you know it ended up being something that was on the box I think we totally didn't even think of it so like it, we just yeah, no, we I- just it was like, wait a minute, this is a component too? Get out of here. <laughs> Are you kidding right? me?
1: And it, it's funny because normally when you know you pull out any board game, you usually kind of pull out all the components and you kind of push the box to the side. Get it out of the way. It's going to take up table space. We don't really need it.
0: Put it underneath something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, like just get it out of the way. And I think I was remember sitting kind of on the side of the table and the box was kind of near me and I was just kind of fidgeting with it because that's what I do. And I kind of noticed, I'm like,
0: hey, is that, a, is that a number? And like, no, wait of course it will. Why would there be a number on the box? Yeah. Why? And it's like,
1: oh, that that's probably just like some sort of packing code, uh, you know. And then I, then yeah, then I remember kind of going back and I'm like, wait a second. There's more numbers. That shouldn't be there.
0: Why is there numbers a everywhere? clue. Next thing you know, Justin's got it nailed up to the wall with a bunch of string.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it feels like I need to make a crazy board for this thing.
0: Yeah. yeah you could, I mean, those things can be pretty handy. Everybody needs a weird murder board in their house, don't they?
1: I, you know. When the the time calls for it.
0: I don't think there's anything else about this one that we can really talk about.
1: Not really in this one particular. I mean, a lot of it is just kind of sort of the theme and just, I think, uh, escape has always kind of lent itself to the more physicality puzzles and hidden Mm -hmm. things. And it's always been very mechanically different from something like the unlocked games which at least originally were very as you said uh, sort of mechanically orientated there were sort of like clue cards there were puzzle cards and usually like the, the puzzle cards would interact with one another you put in the app and be like okay we get this card because we you know melted the ice so we use the ice with the flamethrower and then you combine them and you get something new and it was only kind of midway through i think their, their kind of launch cycle that they started uh doing away with that in in some cases and I remember the first time that happened with me was it, it kind of almost uh not quite programs but it conditions you to look for m- these sort of mechanical mechanical sort of uh like game mechanics uh patterns you mm. know? okay I need this to do this and this and this and then when it suddenly throws that out the way it's like
0: you- oh draw what are you even
1: using this system for what the hell I I just remember just getting frustrated with it. But I found when Exit does things like that, I find it more – it feels – Clever, um, where it's like, oh, the clue was hidden on the back of the decoder, or oh, it was inside, or oh, you had to line it up because it's you know a plane or something, and it it's things that you kind of notice and you're like, oh, that's that that's odd. That, I wonder what that this, this is probably important. Everyone look, pay attention to this because this is going to come up again. Like everything in the exit games is kind of like a Chekhov's gun. If it's there, it's a clue. Hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, it's fun. To to kind of get get the old mind working,
0: yeah, and it's good. It's just good fun, right? Nobody takes it seriously. they are all just sort of working together. It's good stuff. Yeah, I really, I really like escape room games in general. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd almost. I'm trying to look. I they don't. I'm not sure that, I don't know, hopefully you can't hear my like scroll wheel going. Um, but no, like, I, I don't know if, because Space Cowboys is the one that does the unlock games and Cosmos does the, uh, does the exit. So like, right. it's kind of a toss up as to which one you come, you might like, if you're interested in this, I don't know which one to recommend checking out first. The thing is, is like the unlock games are generally like, especially if you start with the, the first ones, they're a little bit more accessible. And I think the, They'll be able to like teach you uh, a few things about escape rooms and about the escape room games. And like, you might find out a little bit faster whether you like them or not. And then Mm. if you don't, you're, you know, you hand this thing off to somebody else and tell them, oh, maybe you might like this, right? Yeah, Um, that is the nice
1: thing about the unlocked is usually you're not destroying anything. There's a few cases where you have to do some bendy, bendy bits, but in general, Especially the earlier ones um, are non-destructive.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Like, if you're not already sold on this, um, I don't know which one you'd want to check out first. Like, I think they're both because they don't it doesn't really look like they sell them individually. At least it looks like they've because the uh, Space Cowboys have started uh, combining like three of them into one set and then selling that for like forty dollars. So you get like three different unlock games, and they're mm-hmm. you know they're getting they're, those are getting better and better as we go to, and they also require pretty heavily an app. Uh, so if you don't have a, uh, tablet, which I think is recommended cause there's a lot of like little fiddly puzzles sometimes. Yep. Um, you kind of you kind of locked out of those, whereas with exit, it's like you know it's you can only play it once, but it's you know pretty consistent, uh, you know, in terms of the price, um, and you know you don't have to have anything other than really a pencil and some paper for doing some notes and some scissors, and some scissors, scissors. if you're you know cutting things and making people cry. Uh, so <laughs> like I don't know, kind of depends on where you land on the thing. Um, I mean, I'd probably still lean towards Exit just as being my sort of favorite uh, so far. Um, and I think it's really cool. I, th- I really like these games. I really... This this one was good. I think it does... Um like all of these suffer a little bit from uh, if you have too many people hanging out, like there's maybe not enough for people to do. Four seems Definitely. like a really good spot because like two people can handle one puzzle, two people can handle another. Um, but by that same token, like if you have too many people, like people are usually sort of getting up and going around and getting frustrated at some point, and so you can usually jump in. And I mean, if you're the kind of person that just likes to hang back and watch it all happen, that can be pretty fun too sometimes. So uh, that's kind of the only thing that I think is the uh that you know it's kind of limited just because of there's only so many things to go around when you're doing one of these and so I'll, I'll admit that like when we were playing this on uh on the other day you know i was a little bored sometimes but i mean I also had the kids running around so it was probably for the best that uh you know i was that someone was uh was keeping an eye out but it was mostly just during the puzzle pieces um because like there's only so many people that you can get doing a puzzle i Definitely. we tried six people hammering away at it, it just doesn't that does not work Nope no, nope. normally, we do have a review scale on keep or not Keep. Uh, I'd love to be able to replay these. Uh, I'd have to take some sort of like uh I don't know amnesia pill or something, but uh, yeah. that's probably not gonna happen. Uh, but if if I could, I I you know I'd replay them. I I'd, I'd give them to other people if they weren't like utterly destroyed most of the time. So this doesn't really fall very well into the keep or not keep sort of thing. But I do highly recommend this uh the the this game as well as like the exit uh, exit series. They're all really good. They're all really well made, and they all really make you think about things a different way. And um, yeah, it's just just good, good fun with your friends. It's great. I love it. Right on. What do you think?
1: Yeah, uh, I I mean, I don't actually own any of these because uh, you seem to get them the second they're released. Uh, So I'm like, ah, well, there's no point for me buying it. Um, If you ever miss one, though, I'll I'll pick it up and bring it over. But I, yeah, no, I've I've always enjoyed, since we started playing these, um, enjoyed them they're just a kind of fun way to kind of sit around and you don't have to worry about uh, sort of a mechanically heavy board game or who's winning or who's losing. And you just can kind of focus on puzzles and some banter and hanging out. And it's not, I mean, it—it it is, you know, Sort of time sensitive. There's a little clock running, but if you need to get up and go do something, like other people can just, you know, stare at the paper, scratching their heads, wondering why the code isn't three, six, four. It's right there. It's all, it all makes sense. Um, and slowly go insane. So sometimes it's good to just take a, take a little breather. Um, as a just general recommendation, like these things I think are great. I think they're worth their value, uh, for what you get out of them. Um, And, yeah, like you said, Tom, uh, even if you could play it again, uh, you'd have to, I don't know, remove those memories in order to have the same experience, because otherwise, uh, you know, you kind of know the crux of the game, which is the puzzles. And uh, the unlock games, though, I think are also really great. And if you are concerned, you might not like them. Uh, They might be You know, the better purchase because you can resell them after you play them or pass them on to your friend and, uh, you know, they can see some some more use out of them. But, you know, either way, you're never probably going to play the same puzzle again because well you you already kind of know it um so yeah it's a it's a solid recommendation and either way you're only going to play them all once so uh yeah enjoy They're, they're, they're really good they're all well done
0: yeah yeah especially these like uh we've i've also bought escape tales i haven't tried that one out but uh for sure like uh i'll be i'll be uh mentioning it here once we give it a shot um the other one that we tried at one point was like, I can't remember, Escape the Room. I'll honestly, like, it had a, like a weird decoder box and stuff. It was like really cheap looking. It's it's fun, <laughs> but it's definitely like the puzzles are definitely not um, on the same level. Um, and then there's also uh, Deckscapes, uh, which are also really fun because uh, they also sort of play with your... Um, uh, play with your preconceptions of what uh, what a game is going to be like. So those are a couple other ones that you can sort of uh, sort of give a try. Um, out of all of those, I'd say like. Exit, Deckscape, and, uh, and Unlock are definitely ones to check out. Uh, Deckscape also is one that doesn't uh, force you to annihilate things, so you can always pass it on or sell it once you're done. Uh, so that's also another another one that you can check out for, for escape room games. But uh, for me, I'll, I have a soft spot for Exit, just because it makes some of our friends cry every time I uh, go and start cutting things up.
1: Just hand me the scissors.
0: Uh, the other thing with uh, uh, Exit and Deckscape... I think are um, I think exit more than most uh, like once somebody knows how the stupid decoder wheel thing works like nobody else has to know what's going on you just hand them clues and have them flail away at a puzzle whereas like unlock you have to go over a little bit of like how oh like the red cards go to the, with the blue cards and then you find another card that matches that card and so there's a little bit more like fiddliness I think that is kind of unnecessary in or not unnecessary but it does come with some like you have to teach people how to play unlock whereas with exits and deck you sort of just like launch into it and you don't need to worry about anything else you don't have to teach anybody anything about how to play so that's a lot of fun too uh, all in all great great games those those three are my my sort of recommendations i haven't tried haven't tried the other ones um and uh, i wouldn't worry about the one with the weird box <laughs> I wish I could remember the name of the stupid thing. All right, so if you enjoyed this kind of thing, and this is not a regular episode, this is a like weird uh, Justin and Tom bantering about nothing in particular kind of episode. If you like these sorts of things, we got lots of them. You can go check them out. We usually have uh, two other people on with us. Uh, We usually have uh, Debbie at uh, at Mrs. Wyn at M R S W H Y N on Twitter, or Adam at For the Win on Twitter F O R T H E W H Y N. He's also got a lot of other like crazy ass side projects, so you can go check them out if you're in for it, in anything from Twitch to barbecue. You can probably like talk to him about it. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on Twitter at Team Tom. And, uh, if you, uh, if you want to get a hold of any of us at the podcast, you can find us at collapsinggameshelf at gmail.com for email or use Twitter at CGS Podcast. And, uh, you know, if you like this sort of thing, you know, get in touch with us. You can also like, subscribe, rate, and share with friends. would be great. Are you are you up to anything interesting, Justin?
1: Well, not online. i got a few projects of my own going on, but, uh, well, they're all my own. But if you want to get a hold of me and talk to me about board games or anything like that, you can find me on Twitter at DontTrustJustin. Please don't worry, you can trust me. And why don't you go ahead and tell me about the hardest room that you ever escaped from.
0: Hopefully you're not dredging up any weird memories of being locked in a room by your brother or something.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's hope not.
0: I've been there. I've been there, man.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Locked myself in a bathroom once.
0: I got locked in the. Uh, we were we were on a bus trip uh, for scouts or something, and like some kids kept the door shut to the lavatory on me. Oh yeah. 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 yeah that was no fun get some jerks on to happier things next week we should have something a little bit more normal for you from uh from the the rest of the crew but uh these are still weird times so we're not entirely sure i think we're still doing things online mostly although we're starting to dip our toes into uh, getting back together so we'll see how it goes i uh i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll be back at you next week with something fun thanks again we'll talk to you later bye